eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Jalen Green's game last night. I feel like we should get straight to it. Jalen Green had a career high 42 points, shot well from the field, and has sandwiched in between a, a clunker, uh, which was the first game against Minnesota, the one that was at Minnesota, has sandwiched in between two really good games uh the 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 hornets game uh, which i think was another 40 pointer if i'm not mistaken and and then this one of course what stood out to you the most i mean i'll just say for me it has been when it was good it's been the shot selection and the aggression and the effort all those things are there and of course we just know him to be a talented offensive player but what what stood out to you about Jalen green's career game I mean, it just reminds you that it's there. And I think that people forget because the season has not been great. It just hasn't been really at, at on any end of the floor. Um, the efficiency hasn't been there. Like it, it feels like that he has gotten worse this season. Now the team would tell you otherwise. The team would tell you that, you know, he's the first guy on the scouting report and that life is going to be a lot tougher when you're the first guy on the scouting report. Um, but it, it, again, it, I, I didn't think the Charlotte game was that great. I mean, they lost the game and somebody had to score all the points, but yesterday was, he played winning basketball yesterday. He played winning basketball at both ends of the floor. And again, it shows you that it's there and it shows you that he is capable of doing that. And, you know, he, he went into that game with a chip on his shoulder. He said it, you know, and I had forgotten this, um, Minnesota held him to, to 10 points on Saturday. He scored nine against them uh, a couple weeks before uh, when when they played Minnesota at Toyota Center uh, for the first time. And so he had that chip on his shoulder. Then he I thought it was a dirty play with uh, Kyle Anderson uh, in the first quarter where he kind of got shoved in the back when he was in the air and they, they reviewed it and they just kept it at a common foul. But he said that that you know, was another thing just kind of added to the chip that was already on his shoulder. So it's been a weird year for him. There are times where he just hasn't looked engaged, hasn't looked locked in at all. And then you have like games like yesterday where he is engaged really from the very start of the game. He plays a quality 48 minutes, and that's what you need to see more of. And I think that's part of just getting older. I think that's just part of development. 
And I, I, it really shouldn't be a surprise that he has not had the year that I think many people thought that he would. And I think that part of that is just that the expectations were probably a little too lofty. And again, a lot of that had to do with what he did at the end of last season, where it just looked like he was going to be able to average 30 and it was going to be easy and there's going to be nothing to it. And it turns out, no, this league is really, really hard. And it's not going to be as easy as it looks in the last two weeks of the season when half the teams you're playing don't care. And that's just kind of what it was last year. And you've seen it be a lot harder for him, but he is the guy that will, when, when the team is game planning for you, he's, a, he's number one, he's, he's the guy that's at the top of the sheet. And so they're going to focus most of the attention on him. They are going to game plan around him and you're just seeing him get a little bit better at that. So I, it just reminds you that it's there and that he can be a really good player, but it's not one of those things that just happens overnight. It, it, there's levels to it and you just want to see him continue to grow on those levels. Yeah, I think we had an earlier episode a couple of weeks ago where I wanted to clarify and say that I didn't think that he was worse, but that based off of how the development had gone or how he was looking in the moment, that it was reasonable, and at least this is where I came from with it, it was reasonable to to feel worse about him because the things weren't, and, maybe, and like you said, maybe the expectations were too lofty. I think on that point about the expectations, Adam, I think honestly what it is, is just kind of this thirst for, you know, it's not just the expectation, but it's a thirst for something better. And this feeling and belief that he is the sort of the runway to that. And, and I guess that's the way that I've viewed him for a while now as, Hey, the centerpiece on a team that will be good again at some point just isn't, isn't yet because it's so young and has so much to learn, but, that's kind of the way that the way that I've kind of looked at Jalen Green's year is that there are things that you can look at that he's better at. I mean, he developed some physically and that was going to happen naturally just because of the age that he was. And, you know, when, when he is on, you can see the improvement, you know, it's just the, the, the major issue is not the actual game itself. It's, it's the consistency and it it's been the effort and i think those are the things that have that have stood out more so than just his game in particular uh i know we've talked a lot about the shooting not being able to shoot the jump shot looked pretty damn good on monday night you know um there was that there was that three that step back three to end the third quarter that i thought was uh was was really big just in terms of i don't know if momentum is the right word going into the end of a quarter like that or starting a new one but just to, I don't know the feeling in the arena at the moment. You know when he hit that shot, that was about as loud as I'd heard it until the game was over, uh, until the very end. And I, I don't know. I I think that. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. In terms of his game developing, Rockets fans should feel just fine about Jalen Green. And like you said, I just would reiterate, Monday night was a glimpse of it being there. That is what Jalen Green's potential is. Not necessarily scoring 42 every night, but in, but he can be an efficient basketball player. He can be somebody that affects winning. 
it's just something that that I, I feel like he's got to do much more often. The inconsistency, and, and he's developing. He talked about it. I mean, the quote that he had there after the game was, you know, that he wants to be one of the better players in the NBA. He realizes it's just his second year, but he wants to be coached. I was glad to hear some of this stuff, Adam, about wanting to be coached and, you know, it wouldn't be the first time any of them have said the right things, but in a moment like this, when he plays a game like that and they win the game and he's been having the struggles or the team overall has been having the struggles that they've been having. And this is the season that he's had. It's just really good to hear something like that. You know, like I want to be coached. I still want to be great. And, and there seems like to be a, a genuine belief that it's there. Yeah, and He's 20. And I do think that's one of the things that people need to remember. He's 20 years old. And he's playing in the best basketball league in the entire world. And he's going up against guys who are 25, 26, 27, 28, 20. You know, these guys are much, much older, much more mature, much more just physically developed. They have so much more experience. Like, I don't care how talented you are. If you're 20 and you're going up against a guy who's like 26, 27, 28, the older guy oftentimes is going to get the better of the matchup because it doesn't matter how talented you are. The older guy just knows how to play. He just knows what to do a lot more than you do. And so that's why it's not going to look great. And that's why the more that it's going to, it's probably not going to, he's probably not going to hit, he's not going to hit his peak for a while. And you just have to remember that. And you have to understand that the growing pains are going to be there. Now, the big thing is the effort. And we've, we have talked about this and the effort hasn't always been there. And you saw this on Saturday where he's not playing well on the offensive end of the floor and he's taking that over to the defensive end of the floor and just lazy closeouts. And he's getting Alperin and Shingun dunked on multiple times. That's the sort of stuff that can't happen. That's the sort of stuff that they have to avoid. And that's on him. Like he has to be able to understand that, hey, when the offensive game isn't going, you still have to bring it at the other end because you can still impact the game in a positive way that way. And I thought this was something that he was really good at last year. He had a game in Golden State, and I think he was 0 for 11, 0 for 12. He, he was like 0 for, and it was a big number. But Steven Silas had him in at the end of the game, and he made two really big plays down the stretch in crunch time where he got a couple of offensive rebounds. And that if they didn't win that game, they lost on a Stephen Curry walk-off. But – it kept them in there and it gave them an opportunity. And that's the sort of stuff that you need to do when the offense isn't there, because he's going to be facing another team's best defender on most nights. And so when that happens, you have to be able to, the offense, you know, you're not going to score 40 and it's not going to be easy on most nights. So when that happens, you have to be able to, to help your team in other ways. And so that's one of the things that I want to see. I want to see when he has the three for 13, can he lock down at the other end? Can he play really smart, really good, just engaged basketball at the other end of the floor? Because for me, that's the next step. It's not the numbers that are the next step for me. It's what does he do defensively, and can he carry? Can, can he play good defense on a night where his offense isn't there? Yeah, I, 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 that's that's exactly it. What you just said there at the end is it's not. So the concern in part hasn't just been the numbers and the any like the inefficiency of it has been the issue with the numbers like you know we don't have a 30 point 30 shot game or something like that like that that's been the issue but the effort the parts that you don't necessarily see in the box score that you for sure see when you watch the game like that's the difference and then what like what you're talking about can can he at the end of a game or dur like throughout the course of a game when the shot's not falling when he's three for 13 or whatever it may be when they're turning the ball over can he lock down? I mean, the answer is absolutely yes, because he's 
I mean, he's going to be one of the more physically talented guys that's out there, you know, especially when he's as young as he is. That's the other side of being young. It's like he's got a lot to develop, but like physically, man, like he's there. He could, he could, he should be able to stay in front of just about anybody when he does give the effort. And that, that would actually be my one criticism of this 42 point game, this career high game. I, I did feel like there were moments, not, not when necessarily the effort, I wouldn't call it effort per se, but you know, he, he didn't really get down in a defensive stance and would let a guy, you know, blow by him or, or something like that. Like you still see glimpses of that. And so I don't know for, for me, I think that's the, that's the biggest thing. The thing that you don't necessarily see or that doesn't necessarily show up in the box score um, about the, about his game.